So it's very nice also to to feel kind of everybody slowing down together, right? and also the the way that the the quietness and the stillness of the place seems to be seeping in. It's remarkable how settled everyone felt, at least in the early morning sit. Those of you who were here and. Uh, but I always wonder what it's like on the inside as opposed to the outside. So anyway, our practice today is really to continue to gather in our scattered minds or allow the scattered mind to gather. As we inevitably arrive with a lot of momentum from um, whatever's been current in our life just before we came, and also, you know, thoughts of uh, planning for the future. And our invitation really is to uh, put those things down as much as possible. The image that I love that came from a, a monastic teacher, Ajahn Brahm, is that we're, we're kind of walking along like those um, people you see in, in Asia working traditionally in the, in the rice fields with this pole across the shoulders with two really heavy baskets on either side, one of which is the past, one of which is the future, and that these things are weighing us down. And we don't have to get rid of them, but when we're on retreat, what we can do is we can actually put those dark baskets down on the ground beside us and just take a, take a rest from carrying them around with us. So really an invitation and encouragement to let's today be practicing um, some present moment awareness, some present-centered, friendly awareness. 
and we talk about the practice of gathering the mind, but in a way it's less of a, an active doing of something than of creating the conditions allowing the mind to gather and settle. And some of that is really being done for us just by putting ourselves in this shape, in this container, in this company, and just seeing how that we, we actually create a field together of presence, of settling. And... Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm already feeling the difference sitting in the company of other people than trying to do this on my own at home. So I, I really hope that you'll find that that has a, for you too, a, a beneficial effect. So allowing the mind to settle is kind of like um, taking our hands out of a muddy pool that we might have been stirring around trying to sort it out. This is what we generally do with the busyness of our minds. We think, I'll just finish that thought and I'll just sort out that problem and then I can relax, then I can rest. But the trouble is that it never settles down that way. And actually the way to allow the mind to settle is to stop interfering with it, to kind of um, stop adding juice to the momentum of our thoughts that's running around and just to kind of let them let them recede into the the background of awareness so we won't be trying to get rid of our thoughts of our thinking but just to let the center of gravity of our attention come somewhere else come into our senses into our immediate felt sense of what it's like to be here so what tells you right now that you're here I ask myself that question, I feel the body sitting on the ground, I feel the softness of my mat underneath me, the firmness of the cushion, I feel the different temperatures of air, some areas of the body that are cool, some areas of the body that are warm. I hear the birds outside, a little rustling and movements of breath in the hall. All these things just kind of gathering me in to just the simplicity of being here. So this is the, the domain of mindfulness. It's what's unfolding in this present moment. And the foundation of all mindfulness practice begins with mindfulness of the body, of our immediate, physical, tangible experience which includes the sensations inside the body, but also the things that are landing on our sense doors, on our eyes, on our ears. And so we'll really just practice giving that some attention today. And then also we can, so this is what we, what we attend to, and then there's also a how of we, how do we attend to things. And as best we can, um, attending with a quality of friendliness, of allowing, of welcoming. Doesn't mean that everything that's going to arise for us is going to be pleasant, but can we just um, allow things to, to be with us in a, in a non-contentious way? So cultivating a sense of openness in the heart and mind. I have a little acronym 
that I use often at the beginning of my retreats, which is PEP. We talk about giving people a PEP talk. PEP is, um, it stands for presence, and the E for ease, to allow ourselves to tune in to a quality of ease, easefulness. And the third one is possibility. To just be open to the different possibilities of what might arise for us, what we might discover when we don't have an agenda to accomplish something, to fix something, to sort things out. It's as if we're we're creating a kind of opening in our life here just by this act of stopping where we might make new discoveries. So if that speaks to you, you can remember this sense of presence, ease, possibility. But at the same time, if we just drift, then the mind can tend to just follow its habits. So at the same time, we can invite a sense of gentle discipline to what we're doing. And that means cultivating an intention to be present and to notice when we're not present and to return to something that helps us to be present. So I know that many of you are very experienced practitioners and you may have meditation techniques that are working well for you at the moment and you're really welcome to continue to practice in the way that's working for you at the moment. For for those of us who are newer to practice or need a would appreciate a reboot. I'll offer some, some suggestions this morning. So I'll guide the first meditation. And I would suggest that for many of us, it's really helpful to cultivate something that we can use as an anchor to stabilise ourselves in the present moment, to return to. And the image of an anchor is a really good one, I think, because... You know, we use anchors in in different ways depending on the conditions that are happening at sea. If you're feeling very restless and agitated, like a boat on a stormy sea, then it's good to be a little bit kind of loose with your anchor, to give yourself a bit of play. And it's interesting that it's the word play that allows, you know, if if you try to hold on to something too tightly and you're in a tussle with it, you're really trying to stay focused on your breath or on a physical sensation, then you just get tense. And, you know, eventually the the anchor chain snaps and we just give up. So we have to be a little bit skillful about the degree of effort that we apply to this task of returning to presence. And then sometimes if we're more calm, it actually becomes quite effortless to stay close to our anchor and just kind of rest, just like the boat that's resting immediately above the place where it's anchored. And it'll be different at different times of day for each of us. And to have the sense that 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 point of reference is not something that we we want to focus on exclusively to... um, eliminate the rest of our experience, but more that it's a kind of a a centre of gravity for awareness. That awareness can still be spacious, we can still allow the different impressions and thoughts and memories and images that come to the mind to be there, 
but that they're there in the periphery of awareness and we have some kind of centre of gravity that we can collect and rest around. So we, we kind of, we're not getting into a battle between different elements of experience, but we're just learning to foreground preference one thing so that we have some, begin to develop some um, facility at choosing where to place our attention. And one of the important things about this whole activity is that it should, by and large, be pleasurable or easeful. So I'm going to offer a few different possibilities of ways that we can rest attention. And you might want to just sort of walk with me through them in the practice, talking walk metaphorically at the moment, and then see what speaks to you. And you know, choose a place to rest your attention that feels kind of fairly comfortable and natural for you. And again, if you already have your own practice uh, going and you have a clear sense of, this is, this, is, this is what works for me, then that's great. But you can pick up any little nudges that come to mind, or anything that resonates in the, the instructions that I do offer. Good. You might like, if you're, if you're not already completely settled into your meditation, you might like to actually begin by just, I'm going to do a little bit of tapping on the body, just to really get that sense of landing into myself, so making some loose fists and tapping up and down on the chest, and taking a few deeper breaths as we do that. Just to feel your solidity, feel your stability. It's always also a good way of kind of slightly raising the energy in the body and tapping up under your collarbones also. And wake up the lungs a little bit. And if you can, reaching round and just with the backs of your fists, just knocking up and down the back. Feeling your, feeling your physicality, feeling your aliveness. And give your hands a little shake, shake your wrists loose. Get the energy moving a little bit. Good. And then if you need to stretch in any particular way, have a little stretch. Shrugging the shoulders a couple of times, dropping the shoulders. Good. And then finding your most comfortable meditation posture. So it looks like everybody's pretty pretty well settled. You like you know how to sit. If, if anyone has questions about posture, we're going to make some time um, just before the three o'clock sit this afternoon. So if anybody wants to come and, and get tips on posture, you can come at um, quarter to three this afternoon. I'll be in the hall early and can hopefully give you some, give you some help. And basically, when we're upright, we want to have the feet flat on the ground if we're on a chair. 
if we're sitting on or kneeling on cushions, to have as much of the, the legs in contact with the floor as possible. So we have a real sense of groundedness and stability. And then you can either rest the gaze or allow the eyes to gently close. Just beginning by feeling the posture of the body, feeling the shape of your body. Feeling your relationship with gravity. Maybe making any little small adjustments as you find that sweet spot where your spine is nicely upright, balanced. So if all your vertebrae could just rest on one another. Offer the weight of the body back to the earth. And at the same time, allow the head to be light, floating to the sky. Letting the shoulders soften. face relax letting the attention come to rest on the whole body as the body rests on the earth. Sensations of warmth and coolness. with the in-breath and with the out-breath. Like a camera with a broad focus, taking in the sense of the whole body sitting, resting on earth, breathing.
So this is one way that we can rest attention in presence, is just to be with the body as a whole. That kind of symphony of sensation that we call body. Or we can get more specific. So maybe inviting you to bring attention to where your body's in contact with the ground or whatever it is that you're sitting on. Feeling your seat in contact with the ground. Noticing the sensations of hardness and softness. touching you and you touching the earth back, that relationship of reciprocity. Feeling her unshakability. contact, the sensations change moment to moment. There's some vibration or pulsing, shifts in temperature. This is another place we can rest our attention. Into our seat, resting on the earth. And then maybe letting go of that and letting your awareness come to your feet. And just noticing where your feet are. bits are in contact with the ground or the mat, which bits are light. Maybe they're in contact with the body, maybe with the air, maybe the touch of socks or bare feet. sensations inside the feet, 
fizzing, buzzing, tingling, maybe just an absence of sensation. So just exploring with curiosity what's there in the feet. Feet can be a useful anchor, especially if we're sitting on a chair, or indeed when we're standing. Even if we're sitting cross-legged sometimes. Really inviting us to drop the attention to the furthest point away from the head, to shift our center of gravity low. This is another possible resting place for attention. And then just by way of contrast, bringing the attention into the hands and noticing where your hands are resting on the body or in one another. As we do that, we might allow them to soften as if your awareness were like warm light that just begins to melt tension out of any place that it lands on or in the body. Notice how you know that your hands are there. both feel the touch of your hands and feel your hands being touched. Feeling the textures of clothing or blankets or skin. the cooler sense of air on the hands. And sensations inside the hands. It's the vibrating field of energy that's expressed as hands. You can also play with allowing the touch of your hands to be a soothing, caring, gentle touch. So the hands also express intentionality. really can be a really useful, tangible way to bring a sense of care and 
friendliness into our meditation practice is to attend to the way that we touch with our hands. That sends a message to the whole nervous system. Whatever feels comforting, reassuring, comfortable or easeful in the hands or in any of these places that we're exploring. So really let that register, let that be felt. attention closer into the trunk of the body, to the movement of body breathing or body being breathed. Just noticing how and where you feel that. Yes, when we first place the attention there, maybe it does feel like we're kind of getting involved somehow and maybe the breath becomes temporarily a little more intentional. But as we rest with the naturalness of breathing, it's allowing it to happen by itself. a sensation in the belly or the chest or the throat. The sense of the breath waving and subsiding through the body, rising and falling like a wave. Another place where attention can gravitate to as we let ourselves settle into presence. option I'll offer is to just let the attention widen around this breathing body into the soundscape that the body is resting in.
sound has this magical way of dissolving the membrane of the body because we feel it inside the body even though we, we recognize it as being external, some of it. also just notice the comings and goings of these sounds, of these vibrations in the field of awareness. The echo outside and inside. The so-called boundary of our body. If we can take the sounds outside us into the body, we can also bring the silence in. The silence from around the sounds, let that also permeate, soothe. Quieten the agitation or the restlessness of the heart and mind. just for the rest of this practice this particular practice taking one of those possibilities the whole body breathing your seat or feet or hands the breath moving or the soundscape Just taking it as an anchor, as a centre of gravity for awareness, for our attention. You can explore a different one at another time, or you can explore them all in turn, but just for now, for about another ten minutes or so, just choosing one of those possibilities. This is a gentle discipline, a gentle exercise to know when the mind scatters itself and to allow it to return.
when we do notice that the mind has wandered into a piece of planning or worrying or fantasy or a daydream rather than feeling bad about it we can just be interested and curious oh look at what the mind's done look at where it's gone that's interesting and then just gently reconnect with where we intended to be resting our attention
Noticing where the mind's gone, if it's gone into a thought or a judgment. Maybe a a doubt, am I doing it right? Just noticing how that's a thought arising in the present moment. It's just your mind being alive in the present moment. And notice the thought. Allow it to come and go on the periphery of awareness. Find our centre of gravity again. we feel very sleepy sometimes it can be helpful to open the eyes to take a deeper breath to check the posture
Wonderful. Thank you, everybody, for your practice. So we, we're going to have shortly um, our first period of walking meditation. And we have these kind of transitions from one shape of practice to another. And when I say in the moment we're going to have our walking meditation, I notice that my mind goes out. There's already half of it's already walking. And it's very easy to lose that sense of centeredness and presence that was starting to, to happen just now. So even in, the, in these transitions... Maybe we can we can play with the sense of being fully fully present to the activity of transitioning from one place to another or one activity to another. And uh, traditionally, we intersperse our our sitting meditation with periods of walking, which is partly to give the body a break, but it's also to really bring home the, to the mind that the the sense that. Uh, being present doesn't depend on the activity we're doing. So we can get into a mindset that thinks that the real deal is when I sit like a Buddha on my, on my cushion because we're so used to seeing all our seated Buddha statues. You don't see so many walking Buddhas around. But actually, it's, it's no different. We're just taking a different shape with the body. And um, for some people, actually, it's easier to collect ourselves and be present when we're actually moving a little. So really, to um, if, if your mind does sort of tend to prioritise one, be really open to the, other, to the other shapes of meditation. So I'm just going to um, rem- give a few reminders about how we, we traditionally do walking meditation. And um, I'll stand up and do that. If you need to move a little, do feel welcome to move. But I won't have you all stand up and walking in, in here today. So what we traditionally do when we're doing walking meditation, as opposed to going for a walk, is to select a path. So decide one place that we're going to walk. And there are many, many places outside, also inside the house, that you can walk in the walking room spaces in the corridors, you've actually each got your own room even this time, but hopefully the weather's nice enough we can be outside. If you like to walk barefoot, that's lovely. If you want shoes, that's fine. And just to, to select a path that's probably about the, the length of this path here, and begin by just standing and taking a moment to stop, to register where you are, to feel your feet on the ground. So we can play also with this shift from stillness to movement to stillness. And the difference between walking meditation and going for a walk is that we're not trying to get anywhere other than just arrive with each step into the present moment. And I'd really encourage you during these walking periods to do them as formal walking meditation rather than go for a walk. Because although going for a walk is lovely, what happens is that the mind gets pulled out to all these uh, beautiful things to see and explore. And so we don't want to be, we don't have to close off the visual sense, but the idea is we're not, we're not looking for extra stimulation. We want our attention to be, we're doing the walking as a support for landing the mind and the body together. So just begin by standing, taking your time to arrive at your path, 
feeling your feet on the ground, sensing the whole body standing just as we sense the whole body sitting. And there, here we do have our eyes open, so you can just take in the visual field, you can take in the sounds around you. And then just feel your weight starting to shift into one foot. Notice the, the other foot unweighting itself, moving and placing. And so a good place to rest the attention in the walking meditation is on the soles of the feet, the contact of the soles of the feet with the ground as we just walk to and fro. So feeling that sole of the foot unpeeling itself from the ground, feeling what it's like to move it through the air, shifting the weight, touching You might also notice, feel the sensations in the legs, the whole body moving. So again, you can play with widening or, um, what's the word, closing the aperture of your lens. So you might have the, the attention more on the soles of the feet or more on the sense of the whole body moving. So you get to the end of your path, you can take another pause. If you take a pause and hear the sounds, Notice what you see, notice the whole body standing, and then we can also catch the intention, the moment of intention to turn around. Feel what it's like to turn, take a moment to pause, and then go back the other way. And the speed that you choose to walk at is totally up to you, so you can also play with that. You know, some days actually we're just feeling like we really need to move the body. And actually having a quite a brisk walk to and fro is really helpful. One of my teachers talks about stomping meditation. When she's feeling really wound up, she just stomps. That's fine if you want to stomp. You can also really just experiment with slowing down so that you can really feel the sensations in a little bit more detail. Lifting, touching, placing. So there's no right way to do this. You choose a, a speed of walking that actually supports you to be present, to be comfortable, to actually enjoy the experience of walking that we often don't attend to because we're often walking to get somewhere, to do something. Okay, was there anything else I was going to say about this? Well, I think that's good. So we just practice that. Gathering the attention into the body walking for the time being, and um, there'll be a bell to call us back for the next meditation at 11 o'clock. So I wish you a very good walking. And that, that walking also starts the moment we stand up. You can notice the attention to stand up and the body walking out of the hall. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.